Go and make disciples of all nations. This is our mission. It's Joe Melendres, and welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast. This podcast is designed to assist you in discovering and living God's mission for your life. What's happening? Episode two, just for you. You ready? What's up? I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who tuned into episode one featuring Say. We had a lot of positive feedback and so thankful for all the comments and the kind words and thoughts. In fact, my friend Brenda texted me. I think she was actually like the first listener to actually listen to the podcast. It was great. And she just said so many kind words of encouragement and support and said she was looking forward to new episodes. So Brenda, here you go. Episode two, just for you. I just want to welcome everybody. If this is your first time tuning in to the Mission Driven Podcast, my name is Joe Melendrez and I'm a Catholic speaker and performer from Los Angeles, California. I've worked in youth ministry for the past 15 years and just love the Lord. You might say, I'm a Jesus guy. So I love sharing faith in creative and relevant ways from making music to leading retreats to even creating faith-based apparel, God swag apparel. This podcast is an extension of that creativity and I hope it will be fuel for your mission. So uh, recently God sent me on a mission with my family to San Diego, California for a little vacation. Uh, My wife, Noelle, uh, was there and our our two-year-old daughter, Antoinette, was there as well. And we went to the San Diego Zoo and to SeaWorld. And uh, we had such a great time, so much fun. And one of the nights we got back to our hotel room and my wife heard someone crying right outside our door. So she stepped outside and found a young man probably age five to six, was crying. And she said, hey, buddy, are you lost? And he nodded his head, yes. And she assured him, don't you worry. Uh, We're going to find your parents. We're going to help you out. And so uh, with the help of uh, the front desk and security at the hotel, we safely delivered him back to his family and back to his hotel room. I was so thankful that Noel heard his cry and that she responded and stepped outside and reached out and asked. And actually, it's funny, she said, I became my mom in that moment because she had seen her mom do that so many times in her life. And I was reflecting, you know, Jesus, he did that for us. There's so many times in scripture that he does this exact thing. In fact, two scripture passages came to mind. Uh, One was the parable of the lost sheep. You might remember the story, the shepherd, he has a, a hundred sheep and one of them goes missing. So he leaves the 99 And he goes to find that one sheep. And when he finds that sheep, he brings it back and that sheep is celebrated. And then I was also thinking about the scripture passage in Luke, Luke 19, uh, with Zacchaeus, the tax collector. So back in the day, tax collectors, they weren't liked at all. And they were looked at upon as sinners and and sometimes they would cheat people, so on and so forth. And so Jesus uh, chooses to stay at Zacchaeus' house and Zacchaeus was a tax collector. So Zacchaeus is really transformed by his encounter with Christ and he wants to get his life right and repay back anyone who he cheated and give his possessions to the poor. And Jesus then says, this is a powerful line. He says, the son of man came to seek and save the lost. Seek and save the lost. God will always find us even when 
we think we're alone. Just as that young man, I believe his name was Leo, uh, couldn't find his family and we helped deliver him back to his family. God can do that with us. God will always look for us. He will always seek us and he will find us. But we have to be open to that. So today's theme is God and the world. I'll say it again. God and the world. You're probably like, well, what does this mean, Joe? Let me explain. So it's something great about each episode. We give you a mission tip to give you a little boost on your mission. And today's mission tip is brought to you by this amazing men conference that's happening soon. It's called the Triumph Conference. It's a life-changing conference where men are challenged to rediscover who they are and whose they are, answering the call to be the triumph of Christ in the world. It will feature speakers such as Paul J. Kim, Bobby Angel, and worship by Francis Cabildo. The date of this conference is August 10th, 2019 at St. John the Baptist Church in Costa Mesa, California. You don't want to miss it, men. So please sign up at triumphconference.com. Triumphconference.com. Get your tickets while they last. All right. So today's mission tip is one of my favorites. It's be in the world, but not of the world. It's so important that we can be the light of Christ in the world. Just like when Jesus is hanging out with the tax collectors and sinners, he didn't stay in the temple all day and just pray. His ministry was very active and he was highly involved in the world. He was an out and about Jesus. I think it's easy for us to love God and just play it safe. You know, pray, go to church, be a good person, and that's it. I think God's calling us for more. He's sending us on missions, but are we willing to accept them? He wants us to be in the world, functioning, living, representing him, but not of the world. So we can have an impact wherever we are, wherever we go. He wants us to be a light in the darkness and really testify with our life. So I encourage you today to be in the world, but not of the world. So get out there, interact with the world, represent Jesus wherever you go. He loves you and he is inside of you. This Holy Spirit, his spirit is inside of you to help you along the way. So once again, thanks for tuning into the Mission Driven Podcast. Next up, we have Word of the Day featuring my wife, Noah Melendrez, and a mission-driven interview you don't want to miss, followed by Break It Down. I'll be playing one of my tracks for you guys and tell you all about it. So, mission-driven podcast, let's go. All right, welcome to Word of the Day with Noah Melendrez, my wife. How you doing? I'm good, how are you? Great. We are going to be talking today about a powerful scripture passage. It's going to connect to, it's very relevant all the time, but especially to looking at our our world today and the culture we live in. So it's a special passage from Romans 12 to Noel, do you mind reading it for us? Sure. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Amazing. Such good stuff. 
We're going to be breaking this down with the SOAP method, which stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. So Noel and I are going to be sharing uh, what we observed, what, what applies to our life, and then a prayer that we're going to pray together. So I'll go ahead and start with some observations. Something I, I really, this is the message translation of this verse. Once again, Romans 12, 2, just got a whole lot out of this. The thing that really struck me is that we can't settle into the world and just accept the, the climate that is around us, that the culture is, that we need to fix our eyes on Jesus. We have to focus our attention on God. And that, that takes a lot of effort. And then we can be changed from the inside out. So once we, we focus on Jesus, we focus on God, he, he changes us inside out. Then we can recognize what he wants us to do, understand the calling, and then respond to it. I love how it said, quickly respond to it. And how then it, it went on to say that the culture tries to drag us down, but God tries to bring out the best in us. Uh, what I loved is that God wants to bring out the best in you, in everybody. Um, so those are some of my observations. Yeah, just going off of that, the line where it says, you're so well adjusted to the culture that you do things without even thinking. Oh man. And I think that's happens so often where because our culture presents it or normalizes something that it becomes a part of our lives to a mm-hmm. point where we don't even think about what we're doing or even think about the consequences. And then going off of what you were saying of changing us from the inside out, I think so often everybody gets it in reverse. We think that we can be changed, but it's all external. It almost becomes superficial if you change yourself without allowing God to do the work within you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're just doing something because you think it's the right thing, but you don't really understand why you're doing it, or um, it doesn't come from a real authentic place of faith, then it's superficial. It doesn't have sustainability. Yeah. I feel like God has that. Um, he, he goes deep, you know, and he cleans house right? and he changes hearts. Right. And Uh, you have to change your heart. It's like, you know, there's so many scripture verses that talk about that. How if I give to a needy soul, but I don't have love, then, then who's poor. Right. Right. Yeah. That's from a for King and country song. Yeah. They're great. (laughs) Shout out for King country. (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) So the application part, how this applies to my life. What I love about the soap method is the application. You really have to like look in the mirror and be like, okay, I look at me. I can't look at other people. I gotta look at myself. Mm -hmm. So how this scripture passage applies to my life is I want God to oversee all that I'm doing. Every creative endeavor from, you know, making clothing to what I post on Instagram. I was actually talking to my friend recently about, you know, we went on a little uh, family vacation. You know, I'm like, you know, I want to continue to post to show what's happening in our lives. But at the same time, it's finding the balance because I'm going to have to spend time with family and don't want to feel like I have to to post something to stay relevant or stay current. It goes back to that whole, you know, do things without thinking it. Yeah. It. Yeah. And so it's like, it's super important that you can discern in all things, including what you post on social media. So I don't want to kind of get sucked in and I want to feel that God has the power over everything in my life and that I will do what he wants me to do. If he, if he whispers in my ear, Joe, I need you to do this. I'm just going to, I want to be able to do it. I want to be quick to respond. Um, Yeah. And so that's kind of how it applies to my life. Yeah. I guess with me, the word choices of maturity versus immaturity really stick out what it means to be mature in Christ. I think for a really long time in my life, I got comfortable. Mm. And I think 
that's probably pretty common. We get comfortable in our faith and we think, okay, you know, I have a relationship with Christ. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm good. I'm comfortable. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I really started diving into God's word that I realized how immature I was and how much more I had to grow in my faith. And, you know, just by reading his word, God is really challenges me. He, um, he's put all these people in my life who challenged me to grow as well and that I learn a lot from. So that word maturity, when I read that in scripture, in this verse about a year ago, it really made me look in the mirror of like, where do I want to be? You know, yeah. what kind of Christian am I? Right. You know, I never want to get comfortable because how can you? Totally. I mean, we never reach the end, yeah. you know, I mean, God constantly can do work in you because, you know, we're fallen people. So, you know, being open to that, being obedient to that and being willing to allow him to grow me and being humble enough to realize that I need that growth constantly, you know, that there's so much more I can grow in and grow to become. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, with this first, you know, the culture aspect of it, I think, you know, looking at what it means to be mature, when you're mature, you engage in things, but your response to it really is what measures your level of maturity. Um, and thinking about how, you know, it can be easy when you dive into faith to be like, okay, I'm just going to avoid all of this altogether because I recognize that this is this isn't a good situation or this this part of culture is bad yeah and people want to retreat but totally. you know to think about what it means to be mature and to be mature in Christ it doesn't mean to run away yeah. like when you run away from things that's not the mature response you know you think about a, a little kid you know when yeah. they get upset and they want to run away and they don't want to deal with the situation at hand and God calls us to go a step further. He wants us to be a part of that culture, yeah. but to change that culture, to, be a to, light. to yeah. respond to that culture in a, yeah. in, a, in a way that he would respond. I mean, totally. think about Jesus and the disciples. They weren't hiding. They were everywhere. They were they were all over the place. And yeah. when they did go in hiding, God pushed them back out the door. You're right. That's you such know? a good point. So, you know, thinking about what it really means to be a mature Christian in our culture today, not to avoid it and mm -hmm. to just, you know, talk down on it, but think about ways that we can enhance it make it better and make it more positive. Yeah, I love it. There's always an easy way out and that's to right. ignore it or run away, avoid it, or even just like talk badly about what you disagree with, something like that. Right. I always say you want to be the change. If we don't stand up, then who will? And it know? doesn't mean that we can't recognize, you know, where those areas of weaknesses are. You no, have to recognize totally. where they are if you're going to make any changes. But at the same time, we always want to default back to Christ. You yeah. know, how did he handle these situations? What did he lead with? Yeah. Did he lead with criticism? Did he lead with avoidance? Mm. No, he, he engaged and he loved. And he always encouraged people to go to his father and we need to encourage people to go to him too. So, Amen. Let's go to God. So uh, we're going to conclude with prayer right now. So Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much uh, for this opportunity to gather together. Um, for all who are listening, Lord, we pray that you may open their hearts, that they may be able to check themselves it's hardest to look in the mirror at certain areas of maybe they they struggle with insecurity maybe they're giving too much into the culture today maybe 
they're hurting other people. Um, Lord, whatever it may be, Lord, you know our hearts. And I want to pray specifically that you can reign over our lives and that we can integrate you into our culture, our daily life, into everything we do. We pray that we may be quick to respond to the call that you have on our lives. Lord, and we, we love you so much and we want to take every day as an opportunity to grow even closer to you. And now any uh, prayers that Noah would like to add? Yeah, I just want to lift up anybody who may be struggling from the inside out. We know, God, that you can do all things in our hearts. And we know that real change comes when you work within us. And I just pray that you continue to work in us. You continue to mature us and bring us closer to your son. Amen. Amen. Mission Driven Podcast. That was Romans 12 two. Word of the day. Come on. Today's mission-driven interview is with a guest who is energetic and the face behind EWTN's Church Pop. As a digital content coordinator, she spreads faith across all social media. Our guest also is the creator of Be Still by Caroline. It's an Etsy shop and you gotta check it out. It has an Instagram community. It's fantastic. She lives in Denver and enjoys spending time with family, learning about her favorite saints, and creating beautiful things. Let's give a big mission-driven welcome to Caroline Bordel. Let's go. How you doing? Great. All How right. are you? That was. I'm excited. Praise God. Let's do it. Um, uh, I was. I knew that I would get. I was so excited when you asked me because I've seen you perform and I've seen you at different events. So I'm like, this is going to be fun. Yeah, wait, you know, God is good. I like to have fun, you know, bring the energy, Holy Spirit energy. Let's go. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah we've, I, we, it's kind of wild because we've seen each other at different events. I remember that for sure at like City of Saints, um, I believe NCYC, another couple of events, mm -hmm. but we never had like full on conversations because, you know, events, the Catholic events are kind of crazy and busy all the time. Um, so crazy. One of the first things I've always admired when I saw you was, your branding, the popsicles with the halo. I was like, really, I was drawn to that. I was like, that's, that's an awesome logo. I don't learn more about that. So thank you so much for doing what you're doing, impacting culture. So let's just start from the beginning. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your faith journey. So I, my name's Caroline, as you know, um, I was a cradle Catholic fell away from the faith, came back to the faith. Wow. And as a result of my pretty um, crazy story and journey and conversion, I kind of stumbled, literally stumbled upon the opportunity to work for EWTN as the kind of like the face of the brand. Wow. Of Church Pop. So EWTN is the Eternal Word Network. And it was actually started by a cloistered nun, Mother Angelica. And the headquarters is in Alabama. I obviously don't live in Alabama, but it is global. So it's everywhere, literally EWTN's everywhere. And they have different outlets. They have radio, television, news agency, multiple languages. And Church Pop is a service under EWTN. And we're focused mainly online and social media. Wow. And how did and you say you stumbled upon this opportunity? How did that, how did God make that happen? So my story, and I talk a lot about my story on um, Be Still by Caroline, so I'm not going to get too much into the nitty gritty because okay. we could literally be, be here all day. Yeah. That's another That's another episode. Uh, we could be here all day. All right. But 
I had previously worked at Fox News in New York, awesome. and I was getting into the broadcast. And then I was like, uh, broadcast, I don't really know about that. I think I'm far too expressive on my face. I was like, I could not do non-biased reporting. So that's a no. And then I got into politics, and that's when I realized how much I loved social media. Mm. And I realized the importance of building relationships when you are trying to communicate a message. Yeah. And it just so happened that my message when I worked in politics was different than my message now. So I had these skills. And I went up to Minnesota, and I was in recovery up in Minnesota for addiction. Mm. And I went to Minnesota, and I kind of took a year off, and I was a preschool teacher. And something I learned as a preschool teacher was the importance of finding joy in just the basics, right? Like, you don't have to fluff anything up if it's true. Does that right. make sense? Oh, yeah. You know, like the gospel, it is, you don't have to, like, you don't have to, con I mean, convince people, yes, but you don't have to make the gospel something that it's not because it kind right. of speaks for itself. So I had all these skills. I moved to Denver. Um, I celebrated a year of sobriety, moved to Denver. Everything was great. And I tried looking into working at news agencies or in politics, okay. going back to what I was doing. Yeah. And I knew God has a way because I'm so stubborn. God had a way of kind of on my road to Damascus with St. Paul of kind of knocking me off the horse and saying, listen, you've undergone your conversion, but you can't be half in and half out or right. else you're going to fall completely away again. Yeah. So I ended up getting a phone call from Catholic News Agency. Their headquarters is here in Denver. And I went in. I told them what I could do. They trusted. They had faith in me. And they said, all right, let's start by starting an Instagram for Church Pop. And the wow. rest is history. Wow. And so uh, how long have you been officially working for Church Pop EWTN? Um, about to be three years. Three years. So was it mm -hmm. at, like, were you at the kind of the beginning of it or was Church Pop already established and you came in and started, you know, making it better and whatnot? Church Pop was already established. It okay. had been around for two years before me. Okay. So Church Pop was around for a year, got acquired by EWTN, nice. I think a year later. So I came in at the beginning. Um, we already had a big audience on Facebook mm -hmm. and our website, mm -hmm. but I came in, I was kind of the first one when we started our social media, like uh, Instagram. Amazing. And yeah, I'm, I'm on your website right now. And it seems like you guys post things pretty almost regularly every day, a different current Yeah, events. every day. And are you the one writing those stories? Are you kind of the content manager? How does that, how does that work there? Oh gosh, no. And people ask me, they're like, oh my gosh, I love this article. And I want to be like, oh my, our writer, Jacqueline, Jacqueline is our writer. Mm -hmm. um, and then Brantley is kind of the head honcho because Church Pop is in different languages as well. Right. Which is um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And so I do not write. i I wrote one article and I come up with some of the ideas mm -hmm. and some of my videos are on there. So I'm involved, but I more do the segments and they're not articles that I do on Instagram, but kind of, I mean, you've seen my stuff. It's kind of article ish, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, informative, but it's just in a different format. Right. It's, it's unique content because one, it, it pulls you in, but also there's a story behind it. There's a learning experience and it's still good content. 
I noticed you guys have, uh, I believe, over 60,000 followers on Instagram. Is that correct? Yeah, over 60,000 now. Praise the Lord. And, and, uh, I know. and how, like, since you've come in, how have you seen Church Pop grow? Or have you had any, like, ways of, hey, this is going to really help in the social media world? Or what's, what's new and what's working for you right now? So it's been a learning experience, definitely. And I learn as I go. And I nice. don't really follow the rules. Okay. There's a lot of rules out there about algorithms and post this at this time and post that. And this is what people like. I obvi- I honestly just go with what my heart says. Nice. I really enjoy design. I went to school for advertising. Oh, you did. Great. So I know that. Yeah. So I know the power of making pretty things mm-hmm. and how visually it has to be appealing in order for people to actually stop and read it. Yep. And so I'm trying to portray a message. And so I have fun creating the beauty and presenting that message in a different way. Um, but it's constantly changing. I mean, social media is changing. Yeah, My faith journey is changing. Yeah. Um, the only thing that stays the same is the church, like the liturgical calendar. And even that yeah. is different year to year. But I think that the one constant is the material we discuss. Totally. Um, the manner in which I present it is just a little different. Totally. I- I'd love to talk a bit more of the creativity side because you know, if you think we think about God, he's like the ultimate creator. Um, you know, the sunrise exactly. we saw this morning, you know, it's like he made that. All right. Everything, the stars in the sky, you know. So if we want to really channel God, we need we need to reach out and be like, hey, help us be creative like you. And it's like creativity is probably uh, an essential part of what it means to be a child of God. So um, when mm-hmm. did you kind of like start developing the creativity aspect and connecting it to God and this kind of desire to share God in an artistic way. So I fell away from the church, mm-hmm. right? And I fell away for various reasons. And it's not anything I can blame anybody for. It's not like the Catholic church should have appealed to young people or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. I would have fallen away even if someone had you know drugged me to mass every day. Okay. I mean, I was so stubborn and corrupt in my own mind and very spiritually bankrupt. Mm. But I realized what had been missing in my life and what had pushed me or drew me away from the faith. So I was like, you know what? Church pop needs to be the source that people, when they're scrolling through their Instagram feed, they can pause and see something beautiful presented in a beautiful way. Nice. And I also realized that a lot of times in my life, I always felt like an outsider because I didn't know the basics. Mm-hmm. and I, Or I would convince myself that I did know, like, oh, I went to Catholic school. I know all of this. Mm-hmm. But in my life, I found it to be so powerful to go back to why we do what we do, why the Catholic Church believes in this, why the Catholic Church celebrates that, and ways to do it on a daily basis, right. kind of help people not feel alone. And that's what Be So by Caroline kind of extended from that um, on helping people not feel alone on their journey. Because if people feel like they don't belong to something, they're going to go try to find something else to belong to. And totally. that's like worldly things. Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I always say the, the phrase, be in the world, but not of the world. And I think that's, exactly. that's so important. Like, you know, being on Instagram, being an influencer, I see we have almost... 700,000 followers on, on Facebook. It's like, it's powerful because you're able to reach people on a daily basis where they are. Um, and, and I love how you have the content here, but then you also have the be still by Caroline. So tell us how that came, came to life. So be still by Caroline actually came. So I didn't realize, I mean, 
I obviously knew that Church Pop was amazing, but at the beginning, I was sharing a lot of personal parts of my life with Church Pop, which is great, and I still do that. Mm -hmm. But I started kind of getting, like, taking a step back and saying, like, I need to protect my story, right? I mean, and I share my story openly on Church Pop, but there were some things that, that, not that it was inappropriate for Church Pop, but there just needed to be another space for that. Got it. So that's when the idea of Be Still came into my mind and it was paired with, I was having a hard time in my prayer life and I was very lukewarm and I realized that I was just going through the motions of church pop and I said, I need to figure out something that is not work related that I can do to build my own faith, Mm -hmm. right? Because you probably understand that sometimes, you know, I'm so involved in promoting the good news on church pop and praying the way that I'm presenting and I was like, I need to be praying more than just when I pray the rosary with everyone else and when I post prayers for everyone else to see. So I started doing something that really helped with my restlessness because I have, I deal with mental illness as far as anxiety is concerned. Mm -hmm. And I started making bracelets and people on Church Pop saw them and said, oh my gosh, I would love that. They're bracelets with little saint charms because I'm all about saints. Wow. And it kind of evolved into me having a space to share my work, my creative work um, of kind of incorporating the faith in daily life with beautiful jewelry, again, all about beauty, and being able to kind of make it more than just a shop, but a community where I share not only how my faith is incorporated in my daily life, but just how my life is in the world, trying to not be of the world, like you said. Yeah. I love it. So it started out as a, a way to kind of like help you grow in prayer and, mm-hmm. and kind of share your faith. And it turned into, so it's like, it's like essentially when people are purchasing, it's, it's on Etsy, it's an Etsy shop, be still by Caroline, mm-hmm. feel free to Google it, check it out. And, uh, but you basically, you're making these different items, bracelets. Um, there, I see there's beads there, there's, uh, there's certain metals on them, but there it's like you make them out of prayer essentially. Yeah. That's really yeah. unique. That's amazing. I share a lot on Church Pop. Yeah, I share a lot on Church Pop. One of my favorite things to do on Church Pop is to share the lives of the saints. Because when I was coming back from the church, it was always great. Because, you know, I mean, I have Catholic friends, but I'm yeah. around a lot of non-Catholics. Mm-hmm. And I realized that saints, God gifted us with these saints as evangelization tools. Yeah, and totally. we can not only share their lives with others, but we can learn from them. And so I share a lot of saint quotes and saintly wisdom on different topics on Church Pop. And I know that they have been so helpful for me as a conversation starter in prayer. When I'm having a hard time praying, I read one of my favorite quotes or messages from scripture or from the saints, and it kind of opens that dialogue um, in prayer. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I could do this, make a bracelet inspired by that quote, share it with church pop. So it's just, it's all around, it's helping me and hopefully helping other people. Praise the Lord. So great. So here on the podcast, this is the mission driven podcast. And God called me to create this podcast to really focus on what is our mission. And as, as disciples is to go make disciples of all nations. But then I believe that God gives us specific missions and he calls us with our gifts and talents to do certain things. So right now in your life, what is a a mission that you believe God has, has you on? Right now, I'm glad you said right now, because my mission kind of changes, you know, like your faith evolves, my mission evolves. Right now, it is to 
let people know that they're not alone. Use mm. my suffering for his work. My past, whether it's with addiction, with, um, with mental illness, to let people know that they're not alone and making them laugh in the process. Yes. You know, our faith is beautiful and we're supposed to be full of joy. So let's share it. Totally, totally. You know, uh, you said not alone. And I just think of, you know, Emmanuel, God with us, that we we don't mm-hmm. realize it all the time, but he is always with us. But it helps for us to have, you know, people around us, surrounding us with people that love us, that lift us up, that have a strong faith. What do you look for when, when bringing people into your life and keeping them in your life? So what my biggest influencers on my faith journey are my grandparents mm-hmm. because they are very much involved in their community, involved in different aspects of quote unquote secular life, but they involve their faith in everything they do. And they give their time, talent and treasure, and they've built this life together doing that. So they're a very, I look up to them greatly, but someone that other people may are are often surprised to see that in influences my faith is my fiance Marshall. Wow. And Marshall had never been introduced to the faith until he and I started dating about three years ago. Wow. And I have grown in my faith because it is challenging me to learn more about my faith and to live it. Yeah. Because we're supposed to be the people in the world that's not trying to convert people. Yeah. That's the thing. Like we're not trying to convert people. Yeah. We are trying to lead by example and have people look at our lives and say, I want what that person has. Yeah. And if you are living your life according to your faith, then you're, they're going to be drawn to your God. Totally. Right? Yeah. So Marshall, my relationship with Marshall has definitely um, drawn me closer to Christ because I'm not only recognizing more God moments, but I'm also trusting God more and seeing, as you said, that God is working in Marshall's life so greatly. And Marshall may not recognize it right now, but I was told by my spiritual director not to rob him of his journey. Right. And watching him on that journey is so beautiful. And it's just, I'm blessed to be a part of it. So in my journey, I need to lead by example. And I need to find ways of drawing him closer to a faith that I know and love. And by doing that, it's accepting him, as I said, where he's at, and just sharing my joy with him yeah, and showing him the beauty that comes from living a life of faith. And I'm sure he witnesses it all the time with the different things that you do. He's like, you, you can't ignore the the great stuff that you're doing for the kingdom, but also just living out your faith. Like I would say, you know, the answer is you got to be Jesus to people like straight up. You got to love right. them. You got to be compassionate. You got to serve them. And that's, that's fantastic. Well, I love it. Thank you so much for all you're doing for our world, for our culture, making an impact, making waves for our faith, which is so awesome. And uh, I hope to continue to stay in contact and be friends. And of course. Be- before we conclude, I got some fun, rapid fire questions. So the first answer that comes to your mind, go ahead and shout it out. Okay. You ready? All right. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Rapid fire. Favorite flavor ice cream. Strawberry. Favorite color. Blue. Musical artist you admire? M83. Uh, favorite movie or ever? You. Oh, thank you. Hey, favorite movie ever? The Grinch. Ooh. Books that you've read that have greatly impacted you, book or books? Um, Answers Not Promises by Mother Angelica and The Joy of Hate by Greg Gutfeld. Nice. What inspires you? John Paul II and my soon to be stepson, Jack. Favorite TV show? 
Law and Order SVU. Ooh, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? To be able to go without sleep. Oh, wow. That's, Think about how much, could, how much I could like get done if I didn't have to sleep at night. Yeah, that's like two lifetimes almost, you know? It's like I know. <laughs> that's like, I've never heard that before. That's amazing. Okay, favorite fruit. Banana. Life goal. To be the best mom ever and to be a saint. Amazing. And finish the sentence. God is beautiful. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you so much, Caroline, for being on the Mission Driven show today. We're so thankful. We want to continue to encourage everybody listening. If God puts a call on your heart, you know, if he's calling you out of a, a place of struggle to surround yourself by people that love you, to be creative, to use the gifts that he's given you and really accept the mission and live the mission that he has on your life. So Caroline, thanks so much for being here. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, give a round of applause for Caroline Bortle. Thanks so much. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Peace. Welcome back to the Mission Driven Podcast. This is Break It Down, where I'll be talking about one of my songs and kind of breaking it down for you. So as you know, today's theme is God and the world. And we've been having some amazing scripture passages, as well as conversations about being in the world and not of the world. So this song actually has a reference lyric that's similar to that. And it says, escape from the world that the culture is, bless his name, enter in. So we want to kind of escape from maybe how the culture may suck us in in a certain way, or you have to do this, or you have to wear this, or you have to act like this, or you have to say this. We always want to align ourselves with Jesus, bless his name, and then enter into that. So this song is called Forever Alive. And it features my friend Rule, incredible vocalist. I'm actually really excited. We're going to be performing together in Germany uh, in the next few weeks. And uh, Rule recorded this track. He just, I would say he's like the male Adele. His voice is just so incredible. This song is about God being forever alive. We're human. We sometimes think in our limited time space, but, but God is unlimited. He is outside of time and space. He is eternal. He is forever and forever alive. So hope you enjoy this track, Forever Alive. It's featured on my album, Kingdom Come. Let's go. divine his love for us is why he lived he died now that he's come and gone his love is on and on we are forever strong his power is our song god is the only king the lord of everything in a prayer we may see our holy destiny believe with all your heart your faith will take you far don't wish upon a star cause heaven's where we are
Much love to you. Breathe, the spirit comes to you. Believe what God's done for you. Reach, and God will come to you. Forgive, forgive the sins of sins. Just let go, repent and sense. Escape from the world that the culture is. Bless his name, enter in. Heaven, eternal life. Faith that works, right and right. Love is the answer every time. So keep his word so sharp and bright. Good news, it is the truth. Testify about what you do. As the Father sent me, so I send you. Now look around, it's all brand new. the Lord and want to live forever with him put your hands up and clap come on a little louder are you ready just bounce uh, no one's the same but one thing remains we all will die but God died and raised now he's alive on the throne of grace his presence is our dwelling place no more tears no more pain even death has passed away you have come in Christ today Episode two, how you feeling? Wow, what a blessed time. I hope you gained something from this episode. I just want to give a special thank you to Caroline Bortle for being our mission-driven guest from Church Pop and Be Still by Caroline. Also, my wife, Noel Melendrez, for Word of the Day with Romans 12.2. Amazing passage. If you liked today's episode, please feel free to share, rate, comment, and even subscribe if you have any questions you'd like to submit, I'd love to take some questions. Please email me at joe at joemelendrez.com. Also, you can follow me on all social media at joemelendrez. Lastly, the song you heard today in Break It Down was Forever Alive featuring my good friend Rule, and it's found on my album Kingdom Come, now streaming worldwide. So until next time, God loves you and stay mission-driven. Peace.